Hi folks. Let's see, what am I looking at here? I'm looking at content warnings and I see some ADD slash ADHD. Uh, probably gonna talk a little bit about COVID because that's the thing. And um, yeah, those are pretty much the only two, two I've got for this week. Um, the second warning is that I have animals and because of the time change, it is light out, so there may be rooster noises. I'm not sure. Uh, but we also have dog, a dog and cats. Right? And the final warning is we swear. Frequently. Frequently at Sergei the cat, who is not asleep in his cat hole behind me this time. Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 291. It's, uh, it's nice to be home. As you may recall, last week I recorded from a hotel room in Orlando. Um, the week before that was sort of a, a you know, a, I have to get this done, but we're both so tired. <laughs> now, um, Ursula was at a book event in South Carolina yesterday. So she's, again, taking the week off because... It was just, you know, driving and being on, and then she wrote a whole bunch today, and she's still kind of getting back into the swing of things, so I'm just going to leave that be. Let her have a another week off, as it were. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what's going on with us. Um, had an interesting conversation with my manager today. Nothing bad, uh, but he and I were both noting that I seem to jump around uh, from project like with things a lot especially like through the course of a day and it's something i had noticed too that my focus seems to ebb and flow and ebb and flow and then i jump and and it's actually getting a little harder for me to get things done and i don't know like i know i was doing it some but it actually seems worse since i had covid last year like noticeable since i had covid last year um so I don't know if I'm just noticing it more now or if it's a side effect of that or what, because there are some weird neurological side effects that have happened uh, with long COVID. And so I'm not sure where that is, but it's certainly something to investigate. And now you get to hear me, I guess, uh, potentially on my own ADD journey. Um, we'll see. Like I always thought, I was sort of borderline, but to quote mom, we had you tested. You're not. So I, I don't know. Otherwise, uh, in general, it's been good to be home. It's been good to conduct uh, new interviews, and I have a whole pile of them lined up for you uh, in the coming weeks. Like, I have a whole pile of them happening in the next, like, seven days. I'm really excited about being able to share all of them with you. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I just did this week's, um, talk to this week's guest, Athena Scalzi, uh, this past Sunday. So the timing was appropriate. I was out of backlogs and Athena was free and Hey, we made it happen. Although there weren't some, uh, it didn't go as smoothly as normal. There were some technical difficulties, but we eventually worked it out and had an amazing conversation, which, you know what? I'm going to share with you right after this.
Hi, folks. I am here today with Athena Scalzi, who has agreed to answer our eight questions. And it occurs to me, other than, than writing uh, articles on the whatever blog, I have absolutely no idea what you do. So can you do a significantly better job introducing yourself than I just did? And like, tell us about what you do. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to, although you did a pretty good job. So, <laughs> um, my name's Athena Scalzi. I'm 24 and I do write articles on my dad's blog, which is called whatever. Um, and I do mostly like, like food reviews, restaurant reviews. Um, I do like travel writing sometimes. Um, I like to do video game and movie reviews sometimes and, personal essays and just kind of whatever I feel like because the blog's called whatever. So I can just write about whatever I feel like that day. So that's basically what I do. Um, yeah. And a few months ago, I started working at um, a winery cidery that's across the street from me. So I am like a bartender kind of, but a bartender okay. that, that knows no drinks, only pours wine and cider. <laughs> um <laughs> So it's actually called like a tasting room attendant is like the official job title, but legally it's more like a bartender. Right. Um, and that's, so I kind of have like two jobs, but mostly just one on the weekend, which is the bartending. And then sometimes yeah. writing articles whenever I feel like it. So. Right. Uh, cool. I've never interviewed someone who, who worked in a tasting room like that. So this is cool. Um, oh yeah i've been there for about uh six months but yeah. i only work on the weekends so right not like i'm not getting like a ton of hours every month you know so, right, right right right. so i still feel kind of new to it even though it's been mm. a few months but you're an expert on all the wines and ciders they serve i bet at this point actually it has been a huge learning opportunity um i never really liked wine or even cider before i started mm -hmm going there um as a customer before i started working there because like i said they're across the street from me um and they opened in 2020 uh and i didn't really care for wine or cider back then um but i started trying their stuff a little bit because i wanted to support them because they were my neighbors and they were really nice people and it was really cool that they had a business and um so I wanted to try stuff and I ended up liking a few different things and I was kind of surprised by that. And ever since I started working there, I've tried all their products and everything that they come out with that's like new. And honestly, I love everything. Um, they have so much good stuff, honestly. I mean, not to like, like brag <laughs> about my work, but they have really good stuff. Well, and, and, and you have to have some expertise because people like, well, what should I get? I like this. I like that. And you have to be able to make an, uh, intelligent like recommendation, right? Oh yes, absolutely. That's the only reason that I ever tried the dry wines in the first place, because I personally don't like dry wine that much. Um, mm -hmm. I have an appreciation for it now because of my work, but I still don't like super enjoy drinking it, but I definitely try all of them and um, make sure that I'm like up to date on like what grape is in which one and, you know, comparing them to like, there's a lot of people will come in and be like, Oh, I really like cabs or I really like Merlot's. Do you have anything like that? And I have to be right. able to like 
actually like give good recommendations and have, like you said, intelligent conversation about the product and kind of help people uh, figure out what they like. Uh, So it's definitely given me an appreciation for different kinds of wines and and all the cider flavors, of course. Oh, yeah. And Ursula is the cider drinker. Um, Actually, I mostly gave up drinking during the pandemic. So, you know, that's just me. But I do love I do love a good red wine, a good red. Um, Yeah. A dry or like a semi sweet or like um, I. I tend towards the semi sweet, but there's a winery in Arizona that does this amazing, like drier, spicier red that is just out of this world. Wow. Well, I'd definitely be happy to send you guys some wine and cider sometime. Yeah, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. Um, but we won't do addresses and things right now because that would be right. You know, <laughs> no, right. Definitely. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, so with that going on, um, how do you keep yourself organized? Um, I actually, uh, am not a very organized person. Um, my room is a complete disaster all the time. Uh, (laughs) and the only reason my entire house is not a complete disaster all the time is because I live with my parents and my mom would (laughs) not ever, ever allow that. In fact, it's really hard to keep her out of my room because every time she comes in, she's like, I'm going to clean this place. I'm going to organize it. And I'm like, no, don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So it's really hard to like, I have to like fight her off with a stick and be like, no, I'm going to clean it. Like, don't do it. Like I can do it. Um, Yeah. Because obviously I'm an adult and I should be able to do it. But truth is, uh, is that I can't do it. And uh, I'm not organized at all. it's kind of a problem. <laughs> See, but there's there's a secret there. Everybody I talk to who says, well, I'm not very organized, has all these like techniques or tools they have. And it turns out they secretly are kind of organized. It's just that it matches with their brain and it doesn't necessarily match with what people consider, you know, and I'm putting this in a capital O in air quotes, organized, right? Right. Oh, definitely. So, um, organization definitely looks different for different people. There can be organization within chaos. Like that's mm-hmm. definitely true, but I think that I haven't reached that point yet. I think I'm just in the chaos part without the organization part. Uh, I, I will go with, uh, uh, I guess my first marriage, uh, my ex-wife and I got married at about the same age you are now. And yeah, we were both a little bit like that. Um, although there was, you know, the differences around, okay, you have a clean laundry pile and a dirty laundry pile, and I want to put it away in drawers. And so there, there has to be a balance there somewhere. Right. Um, but you know, then what, what tools are you doing to make sure like you show up to things on time or, you know, what what do you do if you want to take notes for, it's like, yes, I want to write this thing, but I want to, I want to jot it down because I don't have time to write it right this second. Um, I would say to make sure I get to things on time. Um, I'm actually late to everything all the time. Um, and it's actually very stressful (laughs) because every (laughs) single day 
literally every single day I put myself through like immense stress because I'm like, oh my God, I only have 20 minutes to get to this place. That's 30 minutes away. Why do I do this to myself every single day? And then I kind of like freak out and then like fly down the road (laughs) to the next place. So, um, and I'll usually like, like in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to shower. I'm going to have a bowl of cereal and then I'm going to get dressed and go. Usually what ends up happening is um, I skip a bunch of stuff in order to get where I need to go on time. So instead of that ideal setup I had, like I'll completely skip breakfast and just hit the road or like, right, right. Or I'll like, I'm just like, I'll brush my hair later. It's fine. But then it never comes. And so then I just kind of have messy hair all the time. And it's like, well, that wasn't on the top of my priority list. It was more important to like get here on time. So that mm-hmm. means I have to like cut steps out along the way, which is not ideal. Yeah. Um, let as they who that, has not done that, let they who has not done that cast the first stone. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for writing down notes, um, usually I open the notes app on my phone and write stuff down because I definitely don't have any like pen and paper lying right. around anywhere. Um, Cause I'm on my phone all the time. Anyways, like, I'm severely like addicted to my phone pretty much. So anytime I want to write something down, I just open the notes app and uh, like jot it down because it's already in my hand. I already have it open. Oh, so, yeah, like... yeah. so I'm going to um... ask the question since you have the phone right there and it's always in your hand. Are you, are you just missing alarms or are you not setting alarms on your, like in the calendar app? Um, I don't really set alarms too often. Um, and if I do, there's a good chance that I'm just going to like hit snooze and then accidentally mm. fall back to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I have that problem. <laughs> well, because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm awake. I'll turn it off. And then somehow I pass back out and it's like, oops, did not mean to do that. I actually, I had to stop wearing my Apple watch to track my sleep because I learned how to turn off my alarm on my watch in my sleep. <laughs> That's dedication. It's yeah, no, it's, I have to like literally put it across the room or that's exactly what happens. I you know, something to get me up and get me moving. Um, yeah. Wow. I, I almost feel like maybe, maybe we should have like a monthly call and do some coaching and some practice. That's really weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a part of me going I can help I can totally yeah. help um, <laughs> um, but then again everybody's different everybody has their own sort of sort of things that have to balance out and I mean uh, at 24 I know I was still figuring that stuff out um, admittedly uh, we didn't figure it out for start really getting solid and figured out for Ursula until a couple of years ago. Right. Um, right. And she of course had the ADHD diagnosis, which suddenly yeah. like all the, all the little light bulbs went off. And while all of us are going and you're surprised why she's going, Oh, that explains <laughs> this, this, and this. And we're like, what have we been telling you? Yeah. It'll definitely it covers a lot of ground. Like if you're having a mm-hmm. lot of, um, you know, organization issues or time management issues, and then you mm-hmm. get the diagnosis, it's like, Oh, okay. Oh. Now it's clicking. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, I get that. Cool. Um, all right. Anything else uh, you, you want to discuss on that before we start talking about, which I'm already guessing what the answer is, uh, but uh, we start talking about systems and habits? Um, no, honestly, like, I really meant it when I said, like, I'm not organized at all. Like, it's, yeah, I can't, I can't speak too much about organization because I don't have any, so. That's that's fine. That's fine. But you're getting things done, which means there have to be systems and habits and things going on there. Even when you skip steps, you you know that this is like how it needs to be done, and you can take shortcuts. Um, yeah. So do you do you have any of those that are particularly valuable? Um, it's a good question. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Well, I'll tell you what is valuable is speeding. Um, be careful with that one. I, I once, there was, there was a, when I, I, uh, I had so many points on my license from speeding tickets that I was at that. If I get caught, if I, if I get caught speeding one or two more times, I am not going to be able to drive points. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. big fan of cruise control now. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a dangerous game. Mm-hmm. uh to be playing uh and i have gotten caught before but uh nowhere i'm not that bad yet uh <laughs> to where i'm gonna lose my license but no i'm just kidding i and of course i don't condone like reckless driving of course but like right right you know when you go like you go in five ten over to get where you need to go you know it's a different mm-hmm. story but but uh anyways systems let me think systems that i use um Hmm. Honestly, I can't really think of any system I use other than uh like sheer anxiety just driving me to like do what needs to be done or I just don't end up doing it. There's a lot of times where there's so much anxiety leading up to the thing that needs to be done that I don't do it and then it just passes. Right. And I miss the chance to do anything i don't i uh i'm familiar with that as well actually that is that was ursula's coping mechanism it is one of ursula's major coping mechanisms is anxiety i think she she drives on a trip to south carolina tomorrow for a book event um and i think she's already packed oh good but when we were going to Hawaii a couple weeks ago, um, we were leaving on Thursday. She was packing on Monday because okay. that was how she dealt with the anxiousness. We won't even talk about, uh, you know, packing for the Joko cruise last year because same thing. Like we leave in a week and she's already like getting all of everything packed and repacked and repacked until, you know, just to just to get the anxiety down. It, it's a thing that, you know, um, she also sets her clocks, all her clocks, um, 10 minutes fast. Oh, okay. So, I mean, so she's always ahead of things. She's always like early to things. And oh my God, the airport, she has to be at the airport two hours before boarding hard stop, you know? And oh yeah. If that, you know, if that means leaving the house at four in the morning for, uh, a, um, you know, 9am flight. So be it. <laughs> Yeah, my parents are the same way, actually. Um, 
which is good because if they weren't, I think I would probably miss all my flights because it's funny you mentioned Joko because I actually, I was <laughs> packing like five hours before we left to the, go to the airport for Joko. Right, right. I was stressed out of my mind. I was like, oh my God, I need to pack everything right now. Like we're literally going to leave for the airport and I have to pack everything right now. And I had all week to do it. I don't know why. Like I could have done it mm. at any point. I don't know why I didn't. And then it was like really um, stressful packing, which is what I do with every trip. Actually, packing is like I always tell people I love traveling, but loathe packing. And it's so true because packing is like my worst enemy. Like it is the bane of my existence. Because oh. you have to make sure, well, there's so much thought and strategy that goes into it because you have to look up the weather of where you're going. And then you have to make sure that the clothes that like fit that weather are like, you know, not in totes and storage. Right. Cause like I put my summer clothes in storage. So for right. the cruise, I had to like get them out and then they've been in the tote. So you got to wash them and then you got to fold all of them and then you have to pack them all. And then, oh my God, it's just so much work and it's so hard and I hate it. Um, so anytime that I go anywhere, I always pack literally the night before. And if I can't find right. something, it's like, oh, I have no time to find this thing because I didn't give myself any time. I, I at least I solved the problem of what to wear by just settling. Oh, my God, it's been let's not do the math. But a long time ago, I settled out that this is my base outfit for everything. Right. Jeans, right. T-shirt. I realized that as a a uh, you know a male presenting a male person this is a significant male socialized this is significantly easier um <laughs> yeah but but it also means I can be like yes uh if it's going to be cold I just have to choose what jacket to take um mm -hmm. or if it's going to be hot I just leave the jacket home um and I did we've done well Ursula and I did a lot of traveling like since we met, but even before that, when I was, uh, I traveled, there was a time when I traveled a lot for business. I started keeping seconds of everything just in my bag. Right. So, so now it's just like, yes, I don't have to worry about toiletries because they're already packed because they're the, you know, I just refill them when I run out every you know, like two years or whatever it is. But that way I'm not in the bathroom. The only thing I'm grabbing from the bathroom is my fancy toothbrush and my, my pills. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I've literally thought about doing that because I'm like, why am I even packing my own, like my toiletries that I'm taking from my bathroom when I could just have doubles like ready to go all the time? Like, I don't know why I do that. So yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to take your, like, uh, or your example on that and do that. Yeah. I Make a to. note so you don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down <laughs> in my notes. Right? There you go. Um, yeah. It's, uh, um, well, and then, for one job, I was traveling back and forth to Seattle regularly, and I was staying with a friend. And so basically in her guest room, her and her husband's guest room, I had doubles of everything. So I could just take my usual kit out, didn't even have to take it with me because everything was waiting for me on the other side. Oh, that's so but, nice. Yeah, yeah. But that was sort of like a special case. It's like I could go over there and be like, oh, well, you know, I need this. So I'll just buy some and leave it here and I don't have to take it home with me. Um yeah. Yeah, which is how they got introduced to the glory that is Dr. Bronner's soaps and shave gels. And <laughs> oh, I've heard of that brand, actually. Oh, yeah. No, we, we live by it. We live by it. Um, oh, nice. 
Yeah. Um, I'm more of a, I'm more of like a native uh, person, like, you know, the deodorant and body wash brand, like native. Oh yeah. 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 I really like their stuff. So that's kind of my go-to. Mm. Native care products, making a note so that I know to link to it for those, for the people who are curious, cause I'm curious, I'll be looking it up later. Cause I'm curious too. Um, I'm actually um, super obsessed with them. They have like 30 deodorant scents and I have uh, every single one of them. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just, I just discovered that uh, the best for me was, um, this is terrible, but uh, Old Spice Kraken Guard. And so that's just, <laughs> you know. Hey, I like some Old Spice scents. I don't blame you. Some of them are like, okay, that's kind of nice, actually. That's kind of nice. Oh, it's better than I was on the, uh, when in the time between ex-wife and Ursula, where I was, you know, f fall into the single male axe problem. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right on. Uh, let me. Oh wow, uh, this is. Sorry, I use a remarkable. Are you familiar with a remarkable? Um, uh, no. It is a paper tablet with an e-ink screen that you can just write on with the uh, you know the usual special pencil thing. And uh, oh I, yeah. I just ran into the, oh, right, they have this new feature where it will scroll and you just have to scroll instead of adding pages to things. And uh, yeah, because the cat, thank you, orange cat, uh, scrolled it for me. And I'm like, I should change pages. And no, wait, I can just keep scrolling. Silly me. Um, oh, my gosh. I just got a notification that hmm. says, it says running out of time, question mark, for unlimited meetings, upgrade to Zoom One Pro. Is there oh. a time limit? Uh, oh yeah, I guess it's 45 minutes on the non-pro. It's not, yeah, I'm so used to having my pro account. Oh um, man. If we have to do a second recording, it's fine. You hear, you see okay. this, everybody, this is the logistics when, when things happen. I, I don't normally share those sorts of things or, you know, the internet goes down and you miss a lot of the edits around that. Um, yeah. So that's fine. I can stitch it together after. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, uh, habits, systems, blah, blah, blah. Um, what does a typical day look like? Okay. So this is the question that I was most like excited for because <laughs> I love telling people how my day goes. Okay. Um, basically I wake up at like 1 PM, sometimes 2 PM. And then I sit around, uh, mm -hmm. And do nothing for several hours. Um, and then I probably get iced coffee. Um, so I'll probably drive in my pajamas at like 4 p.m. to get iced coffee. Um, right on. And then I come back home mm -hmm. and I sit around some more. And then usually like my mom makes dinner and then I'll eat that. And then... I get to sit around more. Wow. And then <laughs> I watch TikTok for like five hours and then um, I go to sleep at like 4 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's how does super that depressing? How does that change on weekends? Um, on weekends, usually I uh, wake up at like 12 because work starts at one on Saturdays. Because the winery is mm. only open Friday, Saturday, and it's okay. only open like Friday evening. And then Saturday, like 
during the afternoon and the evening. Mm-hmm. So usually for like, if I work on Saturday, work starts at one and then like ends, like when we close at like eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll wake up at noon. And then, like I said, I'll have that awesome idea of having a shower and breakfast and whatnot. And then it ends up being, oh, no, it's 1245. I have to leave right now. Uh, yeah. So then I'll go to work, not having eaten anything, like literally wake up, go to work and then work the whole shift and then come home and eat whatever my mom made for dinner that I missed because I was at work. Um, and then lay around because I just worked for like eight hours. So now I'm like, okay, time to lay. Oh out. yeah. Yes. I'm familiar with that, that feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my day mostly consists of, uh, pajamas and TikTok, and not much else. And iced coffee. Uh, you know, here's the funny thing is I'm a little jealous. <laughs> you know, with the get up, have to work, have to take care of the animals, have to have to um, you know, uh prep dinner, prep lunches, etc., etc., etc. There are several of us who are like, that is just like I would love to be able to do that. Yeah, I get that um, a lot actually. People are like, Well, that sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I, I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of TikTok. I read a lot of web comics. I, uh, I buy a lot of Squishmallows. Um, oh, well, I mean, you know, who doesn't need more Squishmallows? Although I'm a, I'm a, uh, is it Squishmallow? No, come here. Come here, Rooster Thing. You're not a Squishmallow. You are a <laughs> Squishable. Yes. Oh, yes. I have a, I have a Plague Doctor Squishable. I have two plague doctors, a plague nurse, the king <laughs> crow from the plague doctor line, the Venus flytrap from the plague doctor line. Oh wow. Two of their chickens. Um I might have a problem. <laughs> I might um, have a problem. Have you ever seen squishmallows? Like do you know what they look like? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I have two hundred. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm actually obsessed. Um, so yeah, mostly all I do like all day is like online shop and drink iced coffee and, um, you know, be financially irresponsible, but it's okay. Cause it's not my money. Oh, yes. For now. <laughs> yeah. For now. <laughs> for now. Um, for now. Oh, for yeah. Now. Keyword. Yeah. Keyword. Um, yeah. But, you know, there are people who have turned those sorts of obsessions into, you know, this is how money comes in. Like, if they're discontinued Squishmallows, then you may have a market. Oh, I could never part with my... That's the problem, right? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. they're for me. I don't want to sell them. They're like, they're mine. Yeah, that's it's, that them. was the same problem with the Beanie Baby craze. It's like, yes, this yeah. Beanie <laughs> Baby is worth whatever, but you can't bear to part with it, even though, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm I actually remember. holding one right now. As we talk. <laughs> that's brilliant that's all right i have a, a cat who is thinking that maybe she wants to climb on me and i'm like no i have recording cords and like the keyboard power and yeah no don't don't please don't so, <laughs> yeah but no chickens in the house so that's the important thing Otherwise, that is yeah you yeah. might want to keep it that way mm-hmm. i'm trying i really am I'm trying to convince my parents to get chickens, actually. Um, so, so yeah, no, you need to come. They, they need to come visit, and I will introduce them to chickens, and uh, we'll see how long it lasts. 
Um, right. Yeah. Oof. Uh, all right. Now here's here's where we get into what I consider the fun questions. Okay. Although maybe maybe we should stop here, start a new one, and start recording again, and see how that goes. Okay, that's fine. We're almost out of time. Okay, yeah. Okay. So. See, and that was that was easy. The the longest wait for us, those of you at home listening, had no break whatsoever. Meanwhile, I had to wait for Zoom to go. I have to convert your recording first, so it took a minute. Um, it, it honestly wasn't that long um, compared to how long it took us to get to this point of actually recording. Yeah, there there were technical difficulties. It was uh, it was a bit exciting, um, uh, challenging. I it, and I'm still like, why did this? Why was this so challenging? It's never been this challenging for anyone ever before. And then it's me. I'm I'm literally the problem. I promise. You. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm just like, well, you know, it's going to happen sometimes. So, um, all right. So uh, the fun questions. I think they're yeah. fun. Um. So, first things first. What is the best re- advice you've re- received, and or in addition to the best advice you'd give someone else um the best advice i've ever received Mm -hmm. um is probably from my dad kind of classic i know yeah yeah. Uh, which is to be the main character of your own story oh um i think a lot of people have a hard time realizing that it's their life and no one else's and that they should be the main focus of their own story and their own life and that they're not a side character in their life that they are literally like it's their life you know yeah Um, yeah, yeah. and i know i kind of struggle with that because i tend to put a lot of other people before myself um, like friends and whatnot mm. and do a lot of things that kind of uh, take away from my own time in my own life for other people. Um, which is not to say that you shouldn't like help out your friends. Like, you right, know, if right. your friend is like, Hey, can you help me move a couch? Then, you know, don't be like, no, like I'm the main character, like forget about you. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Move, main characters don't move couches. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, <laughs> just just know when when to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think people kind of spread themselves too thin sometimes. I know I do at least. Yeah, but there's also a, another side to that, which is you know. Don't be so super focused that on yourself that you don't do anything for anyone else either. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a fine line. Yeah. It's it's hard to find the balance between like self-care and focusing on yourself and your wants and your needs and also maintaining relationships with or healthy relationships with those around you and right. trying to figure out like how much to do for others, how much to um you know, allow yourself to focus on others' wants and needs because other people's wants and needs are important, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, 
just just know that you come first in your own life yeah yeah or um what was it uh, uh <clears throat> the advice that goes around tech circles when we talk about you know self-care and setting boundaries is always um put your oxygen mask on before helping the person next to you oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's valid yeah um and then when I first heard it, I'm like, that's kind of cheesy. And then I started thinking about it. I'm going, okay, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You have to. Um, yeah, you can't help very, other like, people if you, yeah. Yeah. It's a very practical, um, like, example, because mm -hmm. that's literally word for word what they tell you. Like, if you're all oh, about yeah. to, like, possibly die, <laughs> put on your own mask first. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Although I did notice on the flights... I had, uh, we had this, this last couple times, it also started with remove any face covering you may have and yeah, then put I, on your oxygen mask. I noticed the same thing is that yeah. they literally are like, take off your mask and then put on your other mask. Yeah. Yeah. Not so that anyone on the planes other than me was wearing a mask. It felt like so. Yeah. Don't you hate that? Oh God. I hate that yeah. so much. I'm like, this is a tube of germs. What are you doing? Right? Yeah, you're on a flight, like, you know, and I'm like, okay, we land in Hawaii, and the airport in Kona is completely open air. There's, like, no enclosed space. I'm like, okay, I can dig not wearing a mask here. Cool. Yeah. Because it's, you know, the air circulation is amazing. Um, but, you know, you get on the middle tube, and I'm like, yeah, no, this is a germ factory right here. So, exactly. And... Yeah. Uh, what was what else was I going to say about that? <laughs> oh, sorry, I had something else that I was about to say about the mask thing, but now I can't remember. Yeah. Oh no, oh. no, believe me, frustrating. Okay. You Anyways, no, no, okay. I lost it. <laughs> that always happens to me. Yeah. What Ursula would say is, "Yep, I can see it's it's like a little bunny going away into the sunset, <laughs> and I can see its little butt going off into the distance." Yeah. Um. Well, then let's let's hit the actually, you know, the the sad question. Okay. Sometimes the sad question, um, and that is, how do you deal with with failure or missing a goal? Um, yeah, this question is super relevant to me because I feel like I do nothing but fail. Mm. Um, because I don't I don't want to say because I'm 24, but partially because of my age, I haven't had a whole lot of adult life experience yet. Mm -hmm. Kind of still a newer adult. Um, and the only like adult thing that I've really done is like go to college, which I don't even feel like is an adult thing. Like I did think it was at the time, but looking back, I'm like, no, 18 is still not really an adult really. <laughs> right. Um, 18 is kind of young actually. And I failed college really hard and dropped out. <laughs> Welcome so, to the club. Right? Mm -hmm. I I love being amongst other dropouts because it's like, you know what's up. You know, you know it sucks. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, the only literally the only like a quote unquote adult thing I've tried to do in my life, I failed at. And it's really sad to me and it makes me feel really bad um i went to miami university in mm -hmm. ohio yeah uh for three years i was a junior when i dropped out 
I actually dropped out the semester that COVID hit. So, well, yeah. Um, but like I dropped out like the month before before COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like dodging a bullet because everybody had to go home anyways. And then there was like online learning, and it was like, well, you know, at least I'm not there. Um, Right. But yeah, so I was there for three years, and I failed almost every single semester that I was there. Every class I took, every semester, and I was full-time too, like a full-time student. I lived in the dorms. I lived on campus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I ate at the dining halls and everything, and I tried joining clubs, and and I failed multiple classes every semester just – literally like zero not even close like zero percent f's yeah uh because i never went to class and i never did any assignments at all uh because i didn't want to (laughs) because i didn't feel like (laughs) it i was like i don't want to do this assignment so i'm not going to funny how that works yeah you don't do it you fail so yeah uh So after failing like a ton of semesters in a row, I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I can't handle failing anymore. But Mm -hmm. dropping out in itself is like a failure in my mind. Well, for me personally, not for anybody else, obviously. Because of course everyone else it gets the pass where it's like, no, like it's okay to drop out. Like that's fine. Like college isn't for everyone. But then it's like it's a failure for me in my eyes. Yeah. No. And I, I felt that, I kind of felt that way about it myself for a long time, right? Straight up. Um, right. You know, and I admit that I have had some serious lucky breaks um, to fall into, like, well, I mean, first off, you know, uh, being like 20-something and being able to fall into technology self-taught, which is, you know, into this career field when no one had comp sci degrees right yeah uh that was you know lucky break um and sometimes that's what it takes but no college i know college is not for me and that's how i learned it was yeah i of course i also almost didn't graduate twice from high school so oh really yeah like i was not uh, in order to finish on time i had to take my entire sophomore year over and then junior english in summer school and i was not the lowest grade point average to graduate from that my class but i was darn close wow Um, yeah so you know what it's it's okay in the the words of you know howard taylor right you know howard Uh, he does schlock mercenary. You should know Howard. Howard is awesome. Um, but he, he does, he has a thing that says, uh, um, uh, the 70 maxims of maximally effective mercenaries. Um, I recommend reading the comic because it's brilliant, but also it's it, when you get to maximum 70, it's, it's like a, uh, it was like a smack in the back of my head. Um, cause it says literally failure is not an option. It's mandatory. The option is whether or not to let failure be the last thing you do. Ooh, dang. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's why I asked this question because, uh, everybody has to cope with it. Everybody has to deal with it. And so, you know, uh, and talking to people like I, 
I do multiple interviews with people sometimes. And so to hear people evolve from, yes, I have to go home and wrap myself in the sad burrito in the closet (laughs) and, you know, just process for like eight or 10 hours to, you know, okay, I still go in the burrito, but now it's only like an hour. And then I'm like, I got to, now I got to go deal with it. Right. To to hear evolution and growth on it has been just phenomenal. So um, um I do feel like I'm constantly in the burrito of sadness because yep. after I after I dropped out of Miami, uh, which was 2020, because then COVID happened. Yeah. Um, well, I originally I told myself it was just like a semester off and that I would go back in the fall. Right. Um, but then COVID continued being like a whole thing. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna go in the fall. And then I decided uh, the next fall to go to, instead of going back to Miami to go to a community college, um, Mm -hmm. close to my hometown. Um, so I went to community college. I was taking like four classes Yeah, and I did it again. I failed all of them again. And I was like, wow, I can't even pass community college, which is a bad way (laughs) of looking at it because community college is valid, of course. But in my brain, it was like, oh, I can't even, I can't even do this. Um, and then the next semester after failing that one, I tried again, but this time I only tried two classes and one was online. So I was like, okay, I have to be able to do this. I have to be able to Mm -hmm. do one online Mm -hmm. class and one in-person class. And I only ended up passing one of them with a B. So that's where I'm at. And I have not gone back since last, uh, what is this March? So like a year ago. So no. I'm only one class closer to like a, an associates. Cause I'm not even close to my bachelor's because I failed all those years at Miami that I'm literally just trying to work towards an associates and I still need six more classes for an associates. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, step forward. That's the, that's where you focus, yeah. right? That's, that's yeah. the success. Um, I'm thinking about success, thinking about success. The other side of the failure coin is success, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you celebrate your successes? And if so, how? Like you passed the course. Did you at least go, yay, I did it? Um. Um, I was more like more so too upset that I didn't pass both. Like, uh. um, and it was it was more of a focus in my brain that I failed one. Than mm. that I passed one. We all do that. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like but, passing you know, one didn't even seem like it's like, oh wow, I passed one. Wow, that's great. You know? It just didn't feel like a success. Right. Right. Because but, I feel so many others alongside yeah. it that it was just yeah. like, well, what does one even matter if I pass it? I you know, I, I, I have learned to take whatever wins I can get. Yeah. You know, which is the right attitude to have. Yeah. I, but no, I was, uh, I was exactly like that. Like, you know, even when it was, you know, I, I get fired from a terrible job and even though I was doing good work, uh, but it was a terrible environment and, you know, it took me a while to, except that that feeling of relief of being out of the job was a good thing and to focus more on that than to 
dwell on the fact that, oh, God, now I have to find another job, and what am I going to do about money? And, you know, yeah, um, those are all concerns. But, right. you know, to just focus on the, that was a terrible situation, and now it's over. Yay. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you homework on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't yeah. do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was my problem in school. That's that's why I ended up giving up, you know, yeah, on, on well, just schooling. Yeah. It really is just like, well, I don't feel like doing that, so I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh um, and there's also a, a thing where you have to learn. You 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 kind of have to learn how to learn. Um Yeah. And you know, since I am at this point Let's not talk about how many careers, let's not do the math, but I am many years <laughs> into this career and I, you know, very little of it was because of a course I took. Right. It, it was all doing, not, not sitting in a classroom regurgitating. So Yeah. Well, that's what I like about bartending. It's like, oh, you want some wine? I'm going to pour you some wine. And that's kind of mm -hmm. just straightforward. It's not like there's no math to it because i'm not very good at math um <laughs> but what there is is there's conversational aspects and mm -hmm. um there's a lot of like interacting with people and it's mm -hmm. a lot of um i don't want to say a lot of like uh i don't know i like talking to people i like having these conversations and i like kind of the fast pace like of getting all the drinks poured and like making sure mm -hmm, people like mm -hmm. everything. And I don't know, there's a lot of aspects to it that I enjoy that I don't think a regular like desk job would have in store for me, you know? Yeah, no, no, that there's, there's a lot of that. And you know, that's also a personality thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like not all of us are meant to sit in front of a computer all day taking meetings and doing whatever it is we do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And some of us are. So. All right. Well, th those are all the big official questions, except for one, which we talked about before we started recording. Um, yeah. The charity. The charity. Yeah. And the, the reason is in 2021, we realized we're good. We're so good. We don't need anything what we would rather our listeners do is give people give give whatever the money or whatever they would give to us give it to someone who needs it way more than we do and yeah. uh, and so we discussed it and this one is also very near and dear to my heart yeah um the carolina um tiger rescue yes Yes, yes that is that is yeah because you said something animals and something tigers i'm like you know there's this place just down the road from me not even 10 miles down the road from me in pittsburgh um and they're literally bringing in uh and you know for the people who haven't heard of them before or whatever they they literally they've been uh rescuing tigers from private zoos from you know those people who are like oh i'll get a babe the drug people who get you know the baby tiger because a baby tiger is you know just so cool and cute and then they realize they have a fucking tiger um, <laughs> you know yeah. uh or you know they're or they're even well-meaning people and they've been you know they rehab they raise them they're working on uh repopulating areas where you know reintroducing uh them to the wild in in areas where they belong um i love them um 
And I was very happy when you're like, tigers and animals. I'm like, have I got the deal for you? Um, yeah, honestly, a perfect fit. Yeah. And that is all of it. So. Well, that was um, fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Where can people find you online if you wish to share? Oh, um, I have Twitter and Instagram. I'm definitely like more active on Twitter, but it's uh, a scalzy 98, uh, which is a S C A L Z I nine, eight. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much what I am on every platform. Um, and also on my blog, it's, or my dad's blog, it's whatever.scalzy.com. Yes. And I wish we had been able to see you on Joko this year because that is so much fun, but maybe, maybe next time. So, oh yes, definitely. They have the early booking discount right now. So you could get some money off if you wanted to sign up early. That's what uh, I'm going to do. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, cool. Um, well, thank you so much for asking me to do this interview. Oh yeah, no, I, I've been, I've been meaning to for a while and I'm glad you accepted. So thank you so much. And you know what, if you want to come back and talk about things, we're, we're here. So, okay. Well, thank you for that. Awesome invite. Sauce. Yeah. And, uh, and for the people at home who are listening, we'll be right back after this. Big thank you to Athena for sitting down and talking with me. Had a great time. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, just um, an amazing young woman who, you know, who is a lot of fun to hang out with and talk to. Just saying. Uh, so, hey, uh, we have a word. We do. We have a word. And uh, the word this week is squishmallow. That's right, squishmallow. Um, the collectible that Athena does. I know so many people who actually collect Squishmallows. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't used it before, but, uh, yeah, I, um, I think they're cute and they're definitely squishy. So yeah, there's our word for this week is Squishmallow. And then, um, what do you do with the word? Well, you hop on over to productivityalchemy.com. You look for the box that says activity code and you just type it right in there. You click submit and you get a badge. Oh my gosh. Isn't that just amazing? You get a badge. Um, and that badge is, I guess, a badge of honor. It's an open badge and you can find out more about open badges, what they are, what you can do with them, where you can put them on uh, productivity alchemy.com under the badge how to we also have the show notes for this episode we also have the uh, 
past episodes and their show notes. You can listen. You can look at a bio about me. You can look at the eight questions that I used to base, you know, all aren't my first time discussions. Um, all that's there on productivityalchemy.com. The one thing you shouldn't click though, you should not. The forbidden link, as Ursula says, is the support button. Do not click it. Uh, we're fine. We're great. We're more than happy uh, at the moment and in a great place uh, financially, so we don't need your money. You should give your money to people who need it more than we do. And uh, one of my favorites, which uh, is our charity this week, and that was, you know, uh, suggested by Athena, is the Carolina Tiger Rescue, formerly the Carolina Tiger Preserve, uh, formerly the Carolina or yeah, the um, Carnivore Preservation Trust. Um, it's someplace I've volunteered with on and off over the years. They're doing amazing work to um, care for and rescue uh, not just big cats, but small cats, uh, carnivores and omnivores of all shapes and sizes, as it were, uh, with a particular focus on things like servals and uh, tigers and the grass cats and things like that. Um, so yeah, they are something I'm personally familiar with, and I think it's fantastic that uh, they get support. So check them out, uh, Carolina Tiger Rescue. I will put that as our charity spotlight, very first link in the show notes on productivityalchemy.com. And that is everything for this week. I mean, everything. That's awesome, right? Awesome. So... What I want you to do is I want you to go out there. I want you to enjoy uh, the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Take some time off. Rest up. Because we all know that resting and healing are productive. And that what we want to do is we want to do our best to um, stay productive. I don't know why I went there at the end. That's, uh, I need, I, I miss Ursula. She's my foil. Like, and she's always got the witty thing to say at this point. So um, I'm sorry about that, folks. <laughs>